Welcome back to yet another thrilling episode of Babble Riot. I'm Elle. And I'm Lo. Your favorite podcast co-hosts. By the way, nobody's safe on this podcast. Just be warned. That's true. If you know us... You're screwed. You're fucked. Oh my god, that's wild. I'm so excited to watch that. It's gonna be everything. Um, so, Lauren and I did the talent. Well, should we just say hi really fast? Hi. Hi. Oh my god. How are you? I'm so good. Good, good, good. Okay. <laughs> we'll dive into our weeks later, but yeah. go ahead. I just wanted to say, Lo and I did a talent show in fifth grade together. <laughs> we danced. Sure did. To the song, One Two Step. By Sierra. Yeah. Featuring Missy Elliott. Hell yeah. <laughs> Our queens. <clears throat> and we twerked, like, fully. We tried. We certainly we put tried. our yeah. whole pussies into it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, for, like, context, too, we took dance classes. Like, Elle definitely took way more than I did, but she started, and then I was like, oh, that's fun. So I joined, and we did Cornerstone Dance Studio in Newport, <laughs> and I think it really gave us this false sense of... Rhythm. <laughs> certainly, and confidence <laughs> that we were any good. And so oh we tried out God. for the fifth grade talent show. We, like, chore- well, Elle choreographed this whole dance. <laughs> I put in, like, little tidbits here and there. And then oh we, God. like, made up the, like, safe, clean version that we would show, like, the talent show people and the our The talent parents. show committee. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. we had, like, our secret naughty version that we were actually going to do on stage, which included the twerking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's so funny just like renegades from day dot obviously yeah i i will just never forget the like the feeling of like the build-up to that oh my god <laughs> also we went shopping together to find outfits <laughs> we went to, to like, like navy w square no oh, we went to we old navy we had what were we wearing like we had white, white sweatpants, sweatpants white tennis shoes Hot. and then layered tank tops I think white and like a purpley pink that had yeah. butterflies on them as you do sir yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's so funny and I remember my mom like after we finished and like the whole talent show was over my mom was just like wow I was not expecting <laughs> the booty shaking and I was like, yeah. Nobody was surprised. I was a surprise for our fans. <laughs> anyway, it was recorded and everyone got DVDs that participated. And then I'm pretty sure they like sold them for like the PTSA or something like that. And I, I feel have like a we copy. should have gotten some sort of commission off that. For sure. We threw that talent show down. Yeah. And also, isn't that like child labor to use <laughs> our talents and <laughs> showmanship to make mm-hmm. a profit? Yeah. We should sue should um so i have a dvd and i found it a couple years ago and sent l just like a clip over social media and was like oh <laughs> my god i don't think i've seen it since like middle school probably so then when l came back she was like you have to find it like we have to watch it and i scoured my parents house 
And then I think two weekends ago, maybe a weekend ago, my mom sent me a text message of the DVD. And apparently it was in like Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, like the DVD case. And she was like going through everything to make sure it was all like in the right box and stuff. So now we have it. It's in our possession. That is so funny. We're going to try to watch. (laughs) And there's all, all these things on social media, like TikTok right now of like, um, showing girls like girls that are I don't know 12 13 right now how they act and then like how people our age acted at that age yeah and it's just like worlds different so that picture that or the tiktok you posted with you in your bedroom with the guitar (laughs) (laughs) I literally almost peed my pants like Slay queen. <laughs> that was my bedroom in Mormor's house. That wasn't oh even my bedroom, first of all. Second, you know I like set up my digital camera. Oh yeah, self like, timer. Oh yeah. Flash. The fact that I don't even know how to play guitar and I'm just posing. Just posing with the guitar. Yeah. As that you it, should. You know where I got the guitar? Where? I bought it uh with maybe money. Did you ever, like, Miss, maybe Miss Franco, like, Franco bucks? You got or, like, a guitar from that? Yeah. Did you save every single maybe dollar you ever collected? I don't know. I did, like, a, it was, like, a, what are those things where you bid? Yeah, an yeah. auction? Yeah, it was, like, a kid auction. And there, someone brought their electric guitar, and I was, like, yeah, obviously I'm a rock star, so okay, <laughs> gotta get that. <laughs> did you ever take lessons? Did you try and pursue? I tried. I think I took like maybe two lessons. I learned um, smoke on the water. And then back in the day, I was also in a garage band with Sam and my brother. (laughs) I was obviously on bass and backup vocals, obviously. (laughs) As you should. Cooper was on percussion. Sick. And you know, they weren't like real... It wasn't real percussion. It was like bins and yeah, <laughs> little tit slap. <laughs> oh my god! Um, I think Sam was on guitar because I think she played. I think that sounds correct. Did you yeah. take piano lessons? I did. You and Cooper, right? Yeah, but mine didn't last very long. Cool, 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 cool. I just like don't. I didn't have the patience for no. it. No, I took a year of it and my brother was always better at me and we went to that. So he started and took them for a year and then my parents were like, do you want to try? And I was like, sure. Mm-hmm. So I did it too. And it was um, in this woman's house. She had this separate like mother-in-law unit that she mm-hmm. converted to this piano teaching classroom. And after you got done like performing your normal like lessons, you got to go and play this like piano video game that was obviously way cooler than like sitting <laughs> at the piano yeah. with her. And the first one to finish your, like, lesson on the real piano then got to go do the game. And Mason beat me every single time because he was better. And so it just, like, really pissed me off. Yeah, that is annoying. So I never went back after that year. I feel you. My brother and I did it at the same time as well. And I was just like, he's so much better at it than me. So so annoying. Yeah. He got the musical gene for sure. Because he can, like, listen mm. to music, like, hear it, and then start playing it. Okay, Charlie Puth. Yeah. Wow. But he's an entrepreneur now, so... Yeah, he is, so... Okay. <laughs> um, so, how was your week? Was it so good? So fun? 
It was, you know, it was a week. Um, we had a three-day weekend, but then this week felt like the longest week of my life at work. I don't mm-hmm. know why. But we're, I mean, we're starting like four construction projects, maybe five next month. So it's really cramming like pre-construction stuff and getting ready to do that and like yeah. the logistics of it all. And two of those are huge restaurants. Mm-hmm. We can finally announce now that Din Tai Fung is moving down into the Maggiano space at Lincoln Square North. <gasps> Maggiano's leaving? They're, they have left. They vacated the premises. Their last day of business was the 21st. Was that their choice or were they kind of like booted out? No, definitely like a mutual decision kind mm-hmm. of. They hadn't been doing great there for a while um, and Their I just food's don't. like not that great. It's really not. Like it's really not that good at Italian. Yeah. You could go anywhere else. Um, I think also just that space was getting really tired. They'd been in there since Lincoln Square opened mm-hmm. in like 07. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a combination of they needed to kind of rebrand revamp that space and that's expensive and I don't think that they were willing to do that and uh Din Tai Fung really needed to expand into more space because the line out in the yeah, lobby is insane always especially right off the sky bridge right there mm-hmm. it just created so many problems so that's exciting yeah it'll be a huge project but I'm so excited. what's gonna move into where Din Tai Fung is I don't know you're gonna have to wait and see do you know though? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> we have a couple prospect tenants right now, but um, Pro- do I know like the prospect that you're talking about? I don't think so. No, that's a different oh, okay. property. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, that's the old Pearl Space. Uh, the restaurant is called oh. Legion. That'll be going in there, but I can't talk about. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> NDAs. It's really weird. It is really weird, like signing NDAs now. And yeah. like, I was talking to Allie and Ethan about it last night too, because I went over just for like a little dinner night, <clears throat> and they were trying to ask me all these questions. And I was like, guys, I really can't. Yeah. Like, I think I, I think I only have like two right now. But Nike Rise was another one that I had to sign, and mm-hmm. the Chanel Beauty was another one. So I've had to. Well, and then one tenant didn't actually end up building out their space, but they were really close. But that was another NDA. So like five maybe since I've been there in like three years. That's cool. Yeah, that makes me feel so like scared almost because not that I can't keep a secret, but like when you like really can't say something, that's like when you want to say something the most. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's like difficult. It is. <laughs> um. Well, that sounds exciting. Yeah, it, it is. Um, and then Wednesday was my last city league, thank God. So my dad and I are done ski racing for the year. Nice. Um, so I get my Wednesdays back, which it just kind of felt like a weird, like Monday, Tuesday, not doing anything. Wednesday, doing city league. Thursday, we usually record. Yeah. So it just felt like I got like shoved into the weekend. Mm-hmm. And then I usually work at the winery. So having my Wednesdays back to just kind of chill into the yeah, week that's a little nice. bit more. Yeah, and like just more time to see friends. Like I haven't been hanging out with anyone at all yeah besides like you to do this really Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah how was your week um my week was fine I was just I've just been like in this like weird like sickness migraine situation don't really know what's going on uh I went to the neurologist on Wednesday and basically was just like yeah, like you have migraines. I was like, thank you so much. I'm so glad that I got this appointment and we talked about it. 
I feel Great. so cool. good about yeah. my decision to come here mm-hmm. for you to tell me exactly everything that I already knew. And I'm sure the like $150 you'll have to spend for that like appointment or something, like the consultation. Yeah. <laughs> Love American um, health system. So yeah, I'm just, I don't know, getting over a cold maybe. I'm not really sure what's going on with me, but my week was fine. I didn't really do anything. Is there a way that if you go to the doctor enough because you have really bad migraines that, and I don't know if you have them enough that having the like Botox injections Mm -hmm. would be covered by insurance because it is like a medical need at that point. So I did talk to this doctor about that because I had been previously, I'd been getting Botox for migraines and like TMJ, right? Yeah. So there's two different kinds. Like they're, uh, TMJ is like your, is basically, basically your jaw. It's like a tension situation. Like you clench your jaw too much and it causes, okay. Or you could have like a misaligned jaw, like a severe underbite or overbite. Mm. um, And it can cause just a bunch of tension in your jaw and your neck and shoulders. And then consequently your head. Yeah. Uh, And so that's kind of what I thought I was having, but he said... He thinks it's just tension and not anything to do with TMJ, except for when I have been getting TMJ Botox, my migraines go away. So I'm like, I don't know Hmm. what to think about that. He said in America, because like previously I was getting this done in Germany, he said in America, you have to have 15 migraine days a month (laughs) to qualify to get Botox under insurance. And it's like, okay, well... You're not that extreme, but also it shouldn't have to be that extreme to right? get medical care. And he was like, I think Botox is the best thing that you can do for your for your migraines and headaches. But instead, I've been prescribed like all these different medications. And it's yeah. like, I don't want to take that medication. Yeah. I don't want to have all these foreign things in my body. And I also don't want to <clears throat> like give money and support pharmaceuticals. Yeah, companies. When I, just, that... like, I don't really believe in it. Yeah. So I'm going to try some more natural methods like magnesium and I think it's riboflavin, riboflavin, something like that. Um, do you think before you got this last migraine, you were feeling like extra stressed out or like overwhelmed about anything? And maybe you just kind of like were caught, like you were stressed out. So that caused tension. So maybe it kind of snowballed into it. Generally, I'm a very tense person like I don't like not that I come off that way but like internally I'm like I'm always like clenching something like my shoulders Mm -hmm. are always raised I just feel a lot of tension in my body and I don't really know why um I've been like that for a really long time I remember going to I remember being in Whistler actually once and I got a massage with my mom and afterwards the masseuse was like have you been in a car accident recently like you're very tense like yeah it's like abnormal and I was like 15 or 16 at that point and you're like no and I was like no dog I just like this is just me yeah I don't know what's wrong with me but I'm just always tense like I'm my hands are like always in a fist like <laughs> And I, when I think about it and I, like, tell myself to relax, it's insane how much I actually, like, yeah. relax and, like, yeah. release. And I don't know why I'm like that, but uh, I don't really think it has anything to do with stress necessarily. I mean, it could, but I'm not abnormally stressed out at the moment. I think the only thing that I'm stressed about is, like, 
right now nothing feels settled Mm -hmm. I guess I'm kind of like still in that in between point of yeah you know where I'm going where I want to be but um I wouldn't say I'm overly stressed okay so but yeah it is too bad that I have to have all of these other things when I know that Botox works for me yeah and it's kind of insane it has to get to that extreme to receive mm-hmm. like the best kind of care when yeah. it could just be simple like how much does Botox really cost you know right. like to make it and right. supply it and put like inject it like yeah it shouldn't be as expensive as it is for the it's like insulin like yeah it's like, come the come fuck on. on yeah I think insurance doesn't want to make it super accessible because people will abuse it and get it for the wrong reasons like they'll get it for their wrinkles or like other things but but then like and okay so yeah yeah but you know it's it's the country that we live in yeah uh it's so shitty that like it comes at the cost of people that actually really need it mm -hmm. from the like fear that people are gonna get it because they want it it's like right okay yeah it's stupid but uh i think i might if I continue to feel symptoms, I might just say, fuck it, and go get it out of pocket, because I know that it helps. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I guess I could even just say to my doctor, yeah, I'm having 15 migraines. True. Like, you could just lie. I'm having it every single day. Yeah. So, give me give me the goods. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So, we'll see. But um, I, do, I do feel like it's lessening. Also... Um, Apparently, if you take Tylenol, ibuprofen, Aleve, like all these sorts of things, if you take it more than like three times a week, that can actually trigger rebound headaches. Good. So I was definitely like eating that shit like candy. Okay. So that could be a problem as well. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. So last week after we recorded, I got some more questions from the like, ask us anything, the anonymous one. So we're going to go ahead and answer those meow. We had five extra ones. So the first one is, did you slash have you stalked your ex on the socials? What about an ex's ex or current partner? I have definitely stalked exes on social media for sure. Um, (laughs) I mean, I don't really anymore right now because I, like, don't really have to. Um, And X is X for sure. Uh, Like, multiple and multiple times. Um, And then (laughs) my current partner, no. Um, But, like, what I said... I don't have one. But, like, what I said, Pat, previously on the, like, old Instagram setting or kind of thing that oh, yeah. you could see what people were liking. Yeah. I was attached to that because mm-hmm. this man's would like, you know, the mm-hmm. bikini girls and stuff like that. And I was like, this is cute. <laughs> but um yeah, I definitely have as well. I think probably everyone has to yeah, an extent. I think it's very like a normal human. Yeah. I I try really, if I break up with someone, I really try to stick to that like three month Hmm. thing where like it's no contact, no nothing. Mm -hmm. And like, I really try to stick to that because I know that if I don't, I'm never going to get over it. And it's just like not going to help me in the end. Um, But 
there's definitely been times where I've gone back and just like did a little look see. Mm-hmm. A lot of my exes though have private accounts and I don't follow them, so yeah. But that's good, honestly. Yeah. Like I don't need to see anything. Yeah. Uh, and I've definitely stalked like their ex girlfriends because mm-hmm. I just wanna just see what the vibes are like. Yeah, I wanna know what what she looks like what high school she went to what she's up to who she dated before him her parents home address literally (laughs) (laughs) um yeah yeah i think that's very fair Mm -hmm. um the next one is are you judgmental (laughs) no what um i like yes and no i think for sure there i try to give everyone the benefit of the doubt yeah but if you like do me dirty or somebody that I love dirty like it's kind of a one and done Mm -hmm. I am forgiving though too so yes and no yeah I think people think I'm more judgmental than I am because I my mom I've grown up with my mom telling me all the time that I look super judgmental (laughs) or like anyone like even my friends or my dad has even said this to me before where like I'll just be sitting there just like people watching and I don't realize it but like the look on my face oh is of like disgust for sure and I I, like do not mean to look like that at all and I do not think or feel disgusted yeah but I guess that's just what I look like the rbf (laughs) is real I've had so many people like once I got close to them be like I thought that you were like such a bitch when I first met you and that you hated me and I was like oh same (laughs) I've had so many people say like I thought you were so rude and like such a bitch or like just say I was intimidated by you yeah and I'm like I don't get that because I don't feel like I'm intimidating I don't feel like I'm I'm genuinely super like sweet yeah you know so it's like (laughs) the sweetest bitch you'll ever meet literally who said that (laughs) I Um, think Wow. or no, no Sammy Sammy yeah uh but I I can be judgmental for sure, but like it's pretty much only in my own head. Yeah. And I'm very judgmental about myself. Oh, for sure. So Yeah. Yeah. Do you think the earth is flat? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> uh no. No, I, I don't I mean if you think the earth is flat, like you got some other issues happening there, babes. Like, I just, like, I have never heard a genuinely good argument for it. I just, like, we know that it's not, though, so. Right. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Good, good, good. What are your thoughts on posting pictures slash videos of children in the digital era? Mm -hmm. If you had a child, what would your approach be? This is really difficult for me because I love kids. Like, not, let me rephrase that. I love kids three and under. That is like, that is my sweet sweet spot. spot. Like if I could be a mother and the kid would be from born to three the whole time, I would do it in a heartbeat. I don't think you would. I think you would get so tired at some point. Okay. Yeah. You would get tired of like just being tired and like always awake and them not sleeping and shit. But like, that's when they're the cutest. For sure. Cause they don't have thoughts or opinions. They're not like talking back to you. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, they're just so cute and uh that's like the age that I taught and oh yeah they're just so freaking cute and they just do like the cutest things it's like of course you want to like 
record it and post it. Um, So on one hand, I think it's completely innocent to do it. And I think like, that's obviously why people do it. Right. However, on the other hand, there is like a sinister side to it where people who may be attracted to children can see it and do whatever they're going to do. And like, that's really scary. Yeah. Um, And obviously I wouldn't want to put any child in that, um, in that space, but, well, and then I guess there's another thing too, where it's like, I think some parents use their kids for clout. For sure. And it's... The Ace family on YouTube? A bit much. I don't know them. They're this family, and they have, like, two kids, and they've made billions of dollars... Well, probably not billions. Millions of dollars making, like, family channel YouTube videos, Mm -hmm. and their kids, I don't think, will probably ever see a dime of that. And Mm -hmm. they spend their money really inappropriately and just not in a smart way. Uh, So they constantly, like, run out and... It's just like Yikes. bad. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's there's a time and place to like post your kids and stuff, but I think if you're constantly posting them, I think it can be a bit much. What do you think? I think I definitely I plan on having kids one day and I've definitely thought about this just because of, you know, following different people on social media. There's one girl I follow on TikTok, uh, Mia Knight. And she had twins, and they're super cute. And she posted them for, like, a year. And then once they kind of hit a year, she started to kind of phase it out. And so she doesn't mm-hmm. post their faces anymore, which I like. And I follow the H3 podcast, and once their kids get to, like, a year, they don't post them on social media anymore. Obviously, they're famous, so they're doing it for safety reasons as well because yeah. they don't want crazy fans or people to, like, kidnap their kids because they recognize them out in public. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think probably when I have kids, I'll probably just put my social media stuff on private. Yeah. So only the people that I allow to follow me will yeah, be able to good. see them. Mm-hmm. And then I even think after maybe, like, three or four years, I'll just stop posting them. Yeah. Well, and at some point, too, it becomes, like, their identity and right. their autonomy and they should right. be able to choose if they want to be on social media or exactly. not. Um, so yeah, I agree with that. It is hard though when like everyone's posting mm-hmm. their kids in Germany and I would assume a lot of places in Europe and maybe in the world. Uh, there's like so many laws. When I worked at the school and I, this may be true um, here as well, I'm not sure, but we had a sign something saying that we wouldn't post pictures of any of the kids anywhere or even take their photo. Um, I didn't necessarily follow that. When I worked at Basque, we were not allowed, which is before and after school care in Issaquah, Mm -hmm. we were not allowed to take pictures of the kids on our personal phones Mm -hmm. and we weren't allowed to post them anywhere except for like the school websites. Yeah. Um, I definitely took pictures of them on my phone because it was just more convenient. I would delete them after work, like, because mm-hmm. especially when I was assistant site coordinator, we had a blog that we had to post once a week. So mm-hmm. I had to take a bunch of different pictures of the activities to post and then I would delete them. Uh, so I didn't do the best about following that. But I definitely never posted any of their faces on like social media or anything like that. Because I also, it's an invasion of privacy. Yeah. I think. I definitely took pictures of them on my phone. I never put put them on Instagram, mm-hmm. but I do think I put them on 
Snapchat, like, using, like, funny filters, like, maybe once or twice. Yeah. Or, Which, like, their little hands, you know? Well, yeah. Which, like, yeah. obviously, like, baby hands are the freaking so cutest. Cute. So, like, why would I be little fingers? Oh, the greatest. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess that's kind of where I stand. Like, a little bit of... And I also... There's a part of me that thinks, um, like, by making it a bigger deal about posting kids, we're kind of perpetuating the, like pedophilia behavior mm-hmm. slash like allowing it to control the narrative yeah. which I like obviously I'm very sympathetic to uh like kids that have been taken advantage of or anyone that's sure. been harmed because of that I don't think it's okay by any means whatsoever mm-hmm. but you know I just I don't know I feel like there's kind of like a boundary that has to get set at some point of like yeah. They're going to do it, whether it's your kids or not. So I guess like, you just protect your people the best that you can and, like, do whatever feels right for you. Yeah. I don't think that there should be, like, an expectation for, like, posting kids for sure. But when you're using them for clout, like, the Ace family or mm-hmm. these different, like, YouTube, TikTok family things, it's mm-hmm. like, are you setting aside a certain percentage of that for your kids because they're drawing in the attention? And, right. Or, like, the LeBrants, like, Savannah and Cole. Do you know who that is? No. Oh. Are like these crazy like Christian people, and they like made this thumbnail about how their son had cancer or something, and then what? he didn't. What? And, yeah, it's just like using your kids for clickbait to get. Yeah, horrible. Weird psychos out there. Um, okay, last one is who are you trying to get with? <laughs> <laughs> how much time do we have? We have time. Who am I trying to get with? Yeah. Who even says that? I don't know, one of your followers or mine. Uh. <laughs> I don't even know. That's such a funny question. Who are you trying to get with? Um, I'm trying to get with. I'm trying some... to get right with me. What? Did you say I'm trying to get with you? No, I said I'm trying to get right with me. Who are you trying to get with? I know. Okay. Um, I am trying to get with somebody that is kind and respectful and patient and caring and supportive. (laughs) This reminds me of a TikTok. Oh, God. Keep going. Um, and funny Mm -hmm. and charming, chivalrous. Yep. Um... I mean, I'm sure there's plenty more that I could say, but I'm kind of running out. <laughs> there's a... That's what I'm trying to get. That person. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. There's a, I think, a sex and relationship therapist mm-hmm. on TikTok, and someone made, like, a dance track out of something that he posted. And so I made, like, a little TikTok dancing to it. I'm going to play the this, this sound. Okay, repeat after me. In a relationship, I will never again settle for mixed messages, abusive behavior, gaslighting, indifference, and directness, dishonesty, disrespect, coldness, passive-aggressive behavior, suspicious interest in meeting my needs, things run along, doing all the emotion. Okay, repeat after me. <laughs> and that's... period. Yeah. Mic drop. <clears throat> so that's what I'm trying to get with. I love that. Uh, yeah. I think that's really all that needs to be said. Okay. What? What? Um. So skincare, hump day. Elf yeah. finally did it. Oh my finally god, we did it. <laughs> getting to you guys that have been dying for this. Um. So I'm gonna do a full skincare routine. I'm gonna make a video, like a real or TikTok, 
um, several people, and I don't actually, I don't say that as like one person because actually like several people did ask me to do that. So I feel justified to actually do it. I love that. I am not. So I'll just quickly run you guys through Mm -hmm. mine real fast. Go for it. Um, in the morning I wash my face with cold water. What? That's it. Okay. Um, I put Aquaphor on and CeraVe lotion. Aquaphor on my lips, CeraVe on my face. I then uh, take Accutane and Spiralactane, which is like a hormone blocking drug that helps with acne, plus my like hardcore acne medication. Then I go do my makeup. I try to use like pretty clean uh, makeup brands and I really don't do a whole lot because I'm just not a makeup girly, but... um, that's the that on that. And then um, at night, I am try to I try to wash my face every single night. I might miss a day or two, like once a month. Um, or one or two days a month. Sorry. Right. I know. <laughs> um, but I use CeraVe foaming face cleanser, and I just do use that. I don't use, like, a face wipe first and then wash my face. I just wash my face. And then I... Um, put on more CeraVe moisturizer and more aquifer. I have multiple sets of sheets and I'm pretty sure you guys already know that I'm like a cereal sheet cleaner and changer. So I also change out my pillowcase probably like two to three times a week just to keep it nice and clean. Um, and you know, I feel like that kind of helps. I don't, I have silk pillowcases, but I didn't ever- Okay, bitch. I didn't ever notice that. I don't know if you guys heard that because she was kind of far away, but she made fun of the way I said silk. Um, I didn't really see that like helping a whole bunch, so I don't like have to have my silk pillowcase. <laughs> so yeah, lots of water. I try to get a good amount of sleep every night. I don't know if that necessarily helps your skin, but I mean just your mind, body, and soul. <laughs> so that's me. Wunderbar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not going to go through what I do because it's kind of excessive. Uh, but I will make a reel and post it. I just want to say, though, that it kind of, I feel like it's a little bit problematic when, like, an influencer, for example, will post their skincare routine and then people will go buy exactly what that person's using. It's like, that's not going to be exactly what you need. Mm-hmm. Like you have to tailor it to your own needs. And unless that influencer has the exact same concerns or the exact yeah. same skin as you, it might not work. Yeah. Uh, and I think a lot of what people promote is a bit gimmicky. So, well, and they're also probably getting paid to sponsor those products. So they probably mm-hmm. also are not using that every single day and like yeah. truly believe in the product. Right. Unfortunately. So with me, it's a little bit different because no one's paying me. (laughs) So I will tell you what's up and what I use. But uh, I have, I've also been blessed with fairly nice skin. So (laughs) that's another thing. I'm blind as a bat though. So if that makes anyone (laughs) feel any better. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So it's like, I think someone who has like acne prone skin or really oily skin, what I use is not really going to be helpful for you because those are not concerns of mine for the most part. Um, Yeah. So stay tuned for that vid. 
So, <laughs> um, I'm going to post the results from this past week's hump day, which was skincare, on Monday morning so that it's kind of in line with the podcast coming out and you can go and view the results as you're listening to the podcast if you like. Um, and then just cause it doesn't make sense for me to talk or yeah, to talk about the results completely on the pod. Okay. We're just going to do a quick pause, put a pin in the skincare talk right now, because you could also move this up to after we talked about the, no, that's okay. too much. Okay. I can't do that. Okay. Uh, we just took a little pause and Lauren comes over and is like, do you think if you ever had a kid? you would have a gender reveal. And I said, let's pause that right here. Let's get on the pod and talk about this because gender reveals are horrifying. Like, here's the thing. No offense to anyone that's listening that did a gender reveal, (laughs) wants to do a gender reveal. This is just our opinion, okay? You're obligated to have your own. Yeah, do what you want to do. That being said, I am judging you. Cringe. (laughs) (laughs) Um... It's going to be one or the other. Yep. You've got two options. Yep. Boy. Yep. Girl. Yep. That's that's all you need to know. Yep. Don't know what the big surprise is. (laughs) And it's like, are you really going to be mad if it's a boy and you wanted a girl? Or are you really going to be mad if it's a girl and you wanted a boy? There is somebody. (laughs) I know who you're talking about. I know exactly who you're thinking about right now. That, like, if my man ever acted, there's this girl that we went to high school with that is having a child, and she posted a video of her doing a gender reveal, and her man's husband, I think they're married, looked pissed about what the baby will be. What will it be? Like, what gender the baby is? A girl. So, clearly he wanted a boy, which is also a red flag. 100%. But, like, you can tell that he just, like, looks really pissed off and kind of walks off camera. And if my man ever acted like that, divorce. You're moving out. That's fucking Your shit's on the curb. If, yeah. If you're having a baby, you are signing up to love it no matter what. No matter its gender. No matter its orientation. No matter its ability or disability. Like, that is something that you have to sign up for because you don't know anything. All you know is that you're having a baby. 100%. And if you can't get behind loving it, no matter what, like, no matter what, right? then you should not be having a child. 100% agree. Uh, Yeah, and I just think this whole gender reveal thing, it's just, it's a bit much. Like, I, I did see one the other day, and it was super sweet. It was this couple who... Uh, they had their friend get the gender from the doctor or whatever um, and put it in like a little card. And it was just the two of them, the husband and wife, that opened the card together and like were so excited. Like they were just so excited. They they didn't even tell the audience what it was going to be. They were just like super in love and like hugging and kissing and crying and like so excited. And that was really sweet because it wasn't this big to do. Yeah. It's like, why do you need a party? You've already had... Like, you're already having a baby shower. For sure. You don't need to celebrate what? That it's a blue or a pink? Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Also, blue and pink, really? Yeah. It's been done. It's 2023. The original. 
be fucking for real. My parents, uh, I don't think they knew what I was going to be actually, but they painted my room yellow. Yeah. And it's like, that's perfect. Yeah. Like a pale yellow. It's a baby. It's a baby. Uh, they knew for my brother who's older, but for me, my mom had like the most perfect pregnancy because I'm perfect. Yeah. And obviously. so she never um, had to have like an ultrasound post like hmm. you're pregnant because everything was perfect. Wow. And they just didn't do ultrasounds back then as much as they do now. Mm. And she'd already had one kid. So I think she was like a low, you know, like there was an, a very small chance that she was going to have a bad pregnancy. And if anything was out of the ordinary, obviously they would have done one. So they had no idea what I was going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like this is going to rub people the wrong way because everyone <clears throat> that I know that have had kids, I think have had a gender reveal, <laughs> but I'm sorry. Like I just, it's just, just not my style. Yeah. I don't get it. I think it's tacky. Yeah. I actually don't want to know. So yeah, I don't think I would want to know either. Yeah. No matter how many kids I have, I don't want to know the gender of them at all until they're born because also at the end of the day, it like even then doesn't matter. Right. And they could change their mind. Exactly. Like, they could be like, nah, actually. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, cool. Yeah. Don't care. Be, like, make yourself happy. Be your best. Yeah. So, I don't know. Also, like, the whole starting the fire thing and, like... <sighs> Popping the balloons. and Polluting the air. <laughs> it's just like, too much. come on. It's too much. I like the ones where it's just, like, a cute, like, cupcake or cake or something like that. Like, that's fine. Yeah. If it's really small, lo- low-key, like what you were talking about... Like, that's one thing. Um, I'm really excited to, like, tell people. Like, that's the thing that I'm, like, most excited about. Mm -hmm. And, like, if I would ever record something about, like, my pregnancy besides just, like, I'm pregnant. Right. And, like, belly shots, it's going to be that. Yeah. Like, telling my parents. Can't wait. Yeah, like, those videos are cute of, like, people telling their parents and, Mm -hmm. like, the parents finding out they're going to be grandparents. Like, that's really cute. I cry every time I see one. Um, but I don't necessarily feel like I'm, I don't think I'm going to have kids. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Like part of me really wants to, like wants to want them, you know, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm really on the fence about it, but yeah, that would be the only time that I would be video like recording anything. Yeah. So also it's just like such a personal thing. Like why does everyone need to know? Yeah. It's just a bit like, look at me. Yeah. It's like, yeah, cool, you're having a baby. So is everyone else. Like, you're, <laughs> you're not, not original. You're not the first one to do it. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I'm judgmental. Oh, my God. Really. Happy for everybody that's having a baby. It is a huge deal. It is a full-on life. Like, you are creating. It's like a miracle. It's beautiful. Go off. But, you know, like, it doesn't have to be this huge to do. And I feel like we make it this crazy thing now. Well, and I also just feel like it's making people who can't have kids feel really bad, probably. And that's not, like, why you shouldn't do something. Like, you know, if you're happy about something, do you Mm -hmm. and, like, celebrate. But I don't know. I just think there's... Yeah, with the access of social media these days, yeah. like, I feel like I personally can't avoid, like, a pregnancy announcement or mm-hmm. a bump update or, like, anything these yeah. days. And so I can only imagine, like, how people feel that either, like, have had trouble getting pregnant, mm-hmm. have had miscarriages, mm-hmm. have had stillbirths, can't get pregnant, yeah. like, are struggling through IVF. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feel. Yeah. 
So that was just our little side yeah. tangent. Uh, back to regular programming now. Right, so skincare routine, it's important. Yes. I don't know, I don't think a lot of people realize how important it is, but with consistency, like you can really change your skin. And I think a lot of times people will try a product for like a week and they'll be like, yeah, I'm not seeing any results. And they'll start, stop using that product and start using something else. You cannot see a difference with skincare for like three months. You have to give a product three months to see any results. It's not going to happen overnight. It's, that's just like not a thing. So a routine is important because once you get in the rhythm of something, it's like going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Like it's really hard to start, but yeah. once you get in the rhythm of it, of it, it's, it becomes a lot easier. It becomes part of your routine and you can stay consistent. So I would suggest for people that are having a hard time sticking to a routine, like you just gotta, you gotta get through like the first week of being very intentional about it. And then it'll just kind of start flowing. um and stick to your products unless they're like making you super irritated then you know obviously don't continue using that product but i would suggest using a product for three months sticking to a routine and then evaluating if it's working for you or not and that seems like a long time but that's just how it is yeah i don't know what else to tell you (laughs) um Okay, 53% of people said that they take off their makeup always. That's great. But that's like almost half that aren't taking off their makeup. That's also kind of like the bare minimum. Yeah. Like if you have to, put wipes by your bed and like lay in bed and wipe off your makeup at the very least. Yeah, it's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. But if you do have problem skin, that's the number one thing that you should be doing and and that will I think help a lot because if you're sleeping with your makeup on you're allowing like residue from your day that your makeup has collected to seep into your skin and that's just kind of nasty yeah even on like two different medications for my skin right now on the days that I don't take off my makeup before bed and like the next morning or the day after I'll Mm -hmm. have like a little bump come up oh for sure and it's like purely because I didn't take my makeup off yep and I've like when I've spent the night like at someone's house after going out or something and I don't have makeup wipes or I don't have anything to take off my makeup without fail every single time I wake up with a bump Mm -hmm. and it's just like yeah obviously yeah because I didn't take my makeup off yeah and it's just getting into your pores like deeper and deeper the longer your makeup's on the more your skin is absorbing it Every single makeup product has different chemicals in it that honestly shouldn't be on your skin, Mm -hmm. but we're just like, yeah, whatever. So the longer that it stays on, the more uh, harmful it becomes. Yeah. So just take it off. Yeah. It doesn't take that much time. Uh, There, and I wouldn't recommend this, but there's been times where like, I don't have makeup remover, but I'm like, I have to take it off. Cause also Mm -hmm. sometimes like, I just feel disgusting going to bed with it and I'm like, I need it off my body immediately. I'll use hand soap. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's It's not not great, but yeah. yeah. Cause then my skin is just so dried out, but Mm -hmm. I always, I'm like, it's probably better than like leaving it on. Yeah. Also a hack. If you are in a pinch, 
lotion will take off um, like mascara mm. and Vaseline will take off mascara and that kind of stuff. Um, so if you are ever in a pinch, that can help. Um, 39% of people said that they wear SPF every day. That is too low. You need to wear sunscreen every day. <laughs> every single day of your life. Mul- it, like put it on multiple times a day. Yes, 100%. Even if you live here in the Pacific Northwest <clears throat> and it's never sunny, you have to wear sunscreen. Yeah. Just look up uh, the studies of people that like drove trucks or mm-hmm. were super exposed to a lot of sun on one side of their face versus the other and the amount of aging that happens on the side yeah. that was exposed to the sun or people that used really like oil-based um, like tanning stuff mm-hmm. to sit out in the sun with. The damage you're doing under the surface level of the skin is so bad yeah. and it's not reversible. Yeah. If I had one piece of advice to give to everyone based on skincare, that is the thing that I would say. Yeah, like boys S- and girls. Yeah, 100%. SPF. Um, SPF 30, I think, is like the sweet spot. 15 doesn't do much. And anything over 50, I think it's it's not really doing anything. I think it's like a selling point. But it is, yeah, it doesn't do anything extra. It's yeah. just pure marketing. So I would say 30, SPF 30 every single day under your makeup and then... When it's hot out and you're like sweating a lot, your SPF is also coming off. So you need to be reapplying. So especially when you're in the sun, you need to be reapplying. I Um, do sunscreen and then I also always only buy makeup with sunscreen mm -hmm. in it. So I'm like double up, double up. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So that's, that's super important. And I think if you are worried about aging and wrinkles, Mm -hmm. sun damage, that kind of stuff, if you already have that, it's not like using SPF is not going to eradicate it, but it will help uh, de- like down the line from it accumulating. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a really, really, really important one. Please put SPF on for many, many reasons. Okay. Um, exfoliating. Not a lot of people exfoliate. And I think exfoliating is something that I just remember exfoliating from like middle school and high school. There was like the proactive line, mm-hmm. do you remember? And there was like different steps and there was like an exfoliant and it was like this, uh, like felt like sand. Yeah, like gritty. Yeah, gritty. Uh, and that like a scrub. That's not really good for you, actually. Um, it can sometimes cause like little, uh, what am I trying to say? Micro abrasions. Yeah little like scratches in your skin and that can actually uh, cause irritation. It can attract dirt and oil and become more of a problem. One of my favorite exfoliants is the the Ordinary's AHA 30% plus BHA 2% exfoliating peeling mask or peeling solution. So you put that on and you only do this once a week. I would not recommend doing it more than once a week. Uh, you put that on for, I think, 10 minutes or so. If you're new to it, start with five minutes. And it gets like really, really deep in your pores, extracts everything out, and you just wash it off. It's like pretty gentle. I mean, it is AHA, so it's it can be slightly harsh sometimes and you do feel like a tingling but it's not gonna scrape your skin the way that 
scrubs do and it's going to get like it's going to penetrate deep into the skin's barrier rather than just the surface scratching mm-hmm. the surface literally scratching the surface <laughs> i am a serial dry brusher in the shower so I, mm. I exfoliate my body much more than i do my face you do it in the shower i do like with wet skin i do really yeah i don't know if you're like technically I'm... well it's like dry yeah brush. i know um <laughs> but it just makes me feel good in the shower okay. i feel like i'm getting extra clean too yeah i'm just kind of a clean heat freak um i have I've used scrubs and that's like mostly what I use. So I'll stop using mm. that now. I have a Monet like berry scrub that I actually really like. Monet? Yes, I know. I know. Like the... Yes. I haven't bought it in a really long time, but I just <laughs> we, like... We have we have like a notes app or a note section in our... Wait, what am I trying to say? We have a shared note. Yeah. On our notes app about like topics that we want to talk about on the pod. <laughs> and Monet is on one of them. So maybe one day we'll get into that, but, um, I have the berry (laughs) scrub from that and I use it every once in a while, but I really like the way it smells and leaves my skin feeling, Mm. but I'll stop using it. I also have this little kind of like rubber brush that has like, it's textured Mm -hmm. and part of it's like way more textured than the other part. And I'll use that to exfoliate usually too, with just like face wash. Mm -hmm. So it feels like it's getting extra stuff off versus just like a normal face wash. Yeah. Um... I don't necessarily think all scrubs are bad, but yeah, I just don't think it's doing that much. So the next point, right, um, popping pimples and extracting blackheads. Trust me, (laughs) I know. I, whenever I get a blackhead or a pimple, I'm like in there. I'm right away. Like I cannot be stopped. And that it's, it's really bad. Like you should not be doing that. 47% of people say they extract with their finger or pop with their finger. If you are going to do that, use a tool. There's these little like stainless steel tools. I don't know why I'm like motioning with my hands because no one can see me, but Um, it's like this little tiny tool. It has two ends. One side is like flat and the other side is raised and you like, it's a, well, I'll, I'll put it in my reel so you guys know what it looks like, but I wonder what it's called. Anyways, it's, it has this little like head on it and it's got a, I'm really bad at explaining this. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the little circle thing. <clears throat> the like it has a thing. hole in the middle and then... Right. And so you put it over the pimple and then you press in and it pops it. And that is way better than using your fingers because especially if you have long nails, like you do not want to pop a pimple with nails. That yeah. can create scarring. And even just using your fingers in general, it can like cause bacteria to get into your skin, blah, 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 blah. So if you are going to... Pi- pimple pop or uh, blackhead extract, use one of those little stainless steel tools and obviously make sure it's clean. Like use rubbing alcohol on it before and after. Um, And if it's, if you try and it's not happening right away, like it's not popping right away, it's not ready. Don't like, just leave it. Just walk away. Walk away. (laughs) Cause that like, I've been so determined before to pop a pimple that's just not ready. And then it just bleeds and then it create and then it stays on your face longer mm-hmm. and it's just, yeah, it's not cute. Um, another thing, if you don't have, if it's just like a raised red bump, there's no 
whitehead on it yet. It's not ready to pop. You can put something called drying lotion on it. And it's interesting because a lot of people that I've seen on TikTok or like estheticians talking about it, they say that they hate drying lotion, but like it's, I think it's magic. Yeah, I used it a lot uh, like growing up back in the day and it was like everything, just like a little tiny spot treatment, like especially before bed. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. So I would, I recommend that. I mean, I'm not a dermatologist or a esthetician, but it works for me and I know a lot of people that it works for. The, like, Mario Bedescu, the, like, pink mm-hmm. gunky stuff. Love. Yeah. There's another brand that does it, too, that's, I think, a little bit cheaper. Um, but I will, yeah. I can, I'll, everything I'm talking about, I'll write down and um, share with you guys so you know what I'm talking about. Um, the next thing, moisturizing. A lot of people with oily skin think that they don't need to moisturize. They think it's going to, like, create, worse. Um, like, a, a bigger problem. But actually, a lot of times your skin, when you have oily skin, it's because you're under moisturizing and so your skin is like... Extra producing. Yeah, it's extra producing. It's um, overcompensating. And so if you just get a moisturizer that can kind of... Whoa, I just completely lost my train of... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so blank. No one's home. You should have seen her eyes just go like completely just empty. I don't know where I went. (laughs) Uh, Wow. Moisturizer. Just use a little daily, like a soft, like you don't have to use a super heavy one or like there's different levels of moisturizer usually. Mm -hmm. Just buy one that's maybe like to the low medium end and just use it every like night before you go to bed and you'll probably see less oily skin. Yeah. Thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, 22% of people said that they dermaplane, which I've definitely done and I love it, but honestly, we should not be doing that. That leave, leave that to the prof- professionals. Uh, you can create a lot of damage if you don't know what you're doing. I've cut myself so many times trying to, trying to dermaplane my face and like, it does feel really great afterwards, but I just don't think it's worth the risk because if you cut yourself, you can also then literally just like bring debris into that cut and it's just is that like the little knife thing yeah like okay it was those little like knife things that you see at um bartels or like walgreens or whatever they are supposed to be for like eyebrow trimming Mm -hmm. but i think someone started using it for like at home dermaplaning and then it kind of just took off and like if you know what you're doing and your face is completely clean, fresh as a baby's bottom. You're putting oil on your face. You are holding your skin back, like physically with your fingers, like making it taut. Using the dermaplane knife thingy um, at an angle and like being very careful and gentle, then like do what you gotta do. Don't do it more than like once a month though. Um, and if you have like a little mustache situation going on, just wax it. Yeah. Also like you shouldn't dermaplane if you have acne or like anything like that, like that will flare it up. I'd rather just have like a a hairy face. Like, (laughs) sorry. Don't care. Um, okay. (laughs) Ah! 
I just remembered one time I was talking to Chase, like we were texting and I was Your like, oh, yeah, are we recording? Yes. Oh, okay. You don't have to put this in. Okay. It's kind of fun. Mm. You can decide after you tell me. Okay. <laughs> um, and I was like kind of fishing for a compliment, but I was like, <laughs> is there anything that you would change about me? <gasps> I know. I really opened it up to like, oh like, no, some criticism. <laughs> He was like, <clears throat> sometimes when we make out, I notice your mustache. <laughs> I was Stop. like, uh, like had no idea what to say back. I was so embarrassed. I was so appalled. I didn't even really know at the time that I like had one because I didn't pay attention. Like I wasn't looking for it. This man apparently was. I fully avoided him the next day at school like the plague. Oh my god. I hate that. Hated it. Oh. oh. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable for you. So. That's rough. Yeah. My fave skincare procedure has to be. Oh, and like when I asked that, a lot of people said, um, like getting filler and Botox and stuff like that. That's not really what I meant by skincare procedure. I don't feel like that's a skincare procedure. That's like an aesthetic procedure. Yeah. However, um... Oh my god. <laughs> I am all sorts of cute today. Um, I would have to say my favorite procedure is microneedling or PRP. Microneedling hurts like a motherfucker. Like the pain that you go through to get microneedling done is out of this world. Um, but your skin looks flawless. Like no pores, plump, taut. Yes. Is <clears throat> microneedling the same thing that they do for like your eyebrows to? like make them darker isn't that microneedling that's micro blading microblading is it i don't know yeah microblading okay i think so okay um sorry but it's also like a that's like a like a tattoo thing also interesting because they're like putting pigment yeah, yeah and like yeah. creating fake hairs basically yeah um yeah needling is great because it stimulates collagen production so if you especially like under your eyes or in places where you feel like over the years you've lost some plump plump plumpness plumpness oh, jesus christ ah you guys it is 1 p.m in the afternoon and this woman is a hot mess express already well it's it's only one it can only get better Sure. <laughs> Anywho, I think it's great. Um, it's expensive though, and it hurts like a bitch. So, uh, PRP is another one that I really like. Also hurts like a bitch. I mean, you're putting needles in your face, so like yeah, it's gonna so hurt. So good. But PRP is cool. It's like kind of a alternative to getting filler. Uh, basically, what it is. Actually, I have on my Instagram highlights. I have like a little section called beauty and i have like a lot of different tips on skincare and different procedures on there so if you want to check that out be my guest 
um, and I have like a little thing from PRP from when I did it in there as well so you can look at that but basically what it is they take your blood and they transfuse your blood into uh, like separate it basically I don't know why I'm trying to like explain anything right now my I think the caffeine just like really hit my noggin really hard because <laughs> I haven't had coffee all week um and I'm like fully shaking okay PRP PRP platelet I mean rich plasma okay is what it stands for but people could probably just google it too yeah but basically they take that plasma and inject it back into your skin and that also creates this like plumping collagen effect. So I've done it under my eyes and just in my face in general, and I really liked it. Do you want to say something? I have never done any, I've had one facial in my lifetime. Other than that, I've never had any kind of skincare procedures done. I'm all natty, babes. Cool, 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 cool. Love that for you. Mm -hmm. Is there any skin treatment that you've like seen that you want to have done, or are you just like not really into it? Um, def like the laser therapy, I'm mm -hmm. interested in doing. Um, uh, like kind of the intense stuff. Like I just have acne scarring on the side of my face a lot, <clears throat> so like getting rid of that. Hopefully, once my skin is flawless and beautiful and clear. Mm -hmm. Um, other than that, like not really like laser hair removal would love but that's not really like skin so. yeah i would also love that it's so expensive but your girl needs it i just like i hate having to shave under my arms like everything yeah. else well i mean i get like waxed i get my the jj waxed but under my arms i got i got waxed under my arms once and they bled <gasps> no thank you no i just hate shaving yeah, I would, if I got it, I would definitely start with my bikini line because mm. that's like the biggest issue. Mm. Like armpits, I don't like really care. It's fine. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that wraps up skincare. Like I said, I will post a video of my morning and night routines and then I will uh, share everything that I use and that I've talked about in the episode. You should do it yeah. on a day where you're using the uh, ordinary exfoliant. Yeah, I'm actually going to do it today. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really giving the people what they want, eh? Yeah, because I haven't used the exfoliant since last Saturday. I always do it on a Saturday. So you I just get ready for your hot day. Time. Yeah. Okay, really fast. Yeah. Is that an airplane that's letting off like a little line like that? Or yeah. is that? But like, why don't all airplanes do it? And is it just because it's, like, a big one? Is that, like, I don't understand the difference. I don't know why you think I would know the answer to that. Okay. Because surely that's not... I mean, obviously I know it's not, like, a rocket ship or something like that, but is it, like, a special kind of, like, military jet? Or is that, like, a, um, like, shipping jet? Like, does it have a whole bunch of packages so it's, like, big and heavy? I don't know. Low, I... Okay. If anyone knows know. and can like respond to my like or DM me or something, <laughs> tell me why some airplanes leave the little cloud trail cloud trail in the sky and others don't. <clears throat> Thank you.
thank you bye um i would like to give a shout out to our one listener in uruguay oh my god and our four listeners in colombia wow and our two listeners in thailand do we so, are reaching hi hey ali says tell elena snapchat rules lol <laughs> she like sent me a video and she's like i really disagree with Elle. I know. I love Snapchat. People that love Snapchat are like angry at me because I hate it. So I really like. I fully understand your point. And if a man had it in his bio on a dating app or Instagram or something like that, huge red flag, huge turn off. Like no, no, no. I only love Snapchat for my girlies. Yeah. And that's like pretty much the only people I talk to on here. I mean, yeah. It's like maybe I'm being sexist, but Snapchat is fine for the girlies. Yeah. If you're a man, GTFO. It's not safe. It's not safe. It's not safe for men. <laughs> it's not safe for women when men are on there. Right, but I'm just saying it's not safe for men so that they get scared. Okay, yeah, it's not safe for you here. <laughs> you can't sit with us. <laughs> it's for the girlies only, okay? Okay, I have to go because I need to record a... Oh, yeah, skincare. A skincare reel slash TikTok slash You also thing. need, like one to two business days to get ready for a date so (laughs) (laughs) that's true it's not even really like a date do you remember how i was saying last time that i hate when people say let's hang out she gave you the let's hang she said let's hang oh no Uh, do you think it was intentional i don't think so oh good okay all right uh someone gave us like a four-star review On Snapchat, we have now gone from five stars. On Snapchat? Uh, Spotify, sorry. <laughs> wow. We have gone from five stars to 4.7. So we're going to go because that's rude. Yeah. Bye. Bye now. Bye.